All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. That intro still gets me. Yeah, it does. Yep, every time I'm sitting here waiting and then it's Boom, just... bad TNT edit. Yep. yep. Still gets Yippee me. Yippee ki mother father. Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. Uh, this is Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. Matt McNeil. Hey. And Shane Kronikin. Hey. I don't I don't like any of this. Just copying him. Yeah. I mean, we're w- both... What if he jumped off a bridge? Would you jump off a bridge? Probably. Oh. Yeah, because he would have to save me as his duty as a public servant. Right. No. I mean, yeah. Nah. Their yeah. job isn't to... to yes, to, it is. To, no. Yep. Their job is nope. to, I was, you, You're not <laughs> even listening. You don't even know what he's going to say. Yeah. Their job is not to stop crime. Their job is to uphold the law. Right? Isn't it something like that? What? You, over there. Well, I mean, kind of both, but mostly law enforcement is a reactionary force. Ah, see? That's what I'm trying I to mean, get at. We're, we're not, we're not uh, Tom Cruise over As here. As in, with... there's an action, so their reaction is with their trigger finger. Ah! Got Can you. we just move on past Sometimes. this? What we gotta make no, uh, no. killer cop jokes it's to the being topical? <laughs> no, yeah, but it's. I still think it's in poor taste all the way around. That's what comedy is, man. That's what it's comedy what allows comedy you to is. do. That comedy allows you to Comedy's talk about topics in a way that Anytime you start restricting what comics can say, get out of here. It's it's the it's the last bunker for free speech. Look at movies now. The Hunt. Gone. Speech pulled. Dead. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shane, what you, The Hunt? Never heard of it. Go on. What? Just just let me have this. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, go on. Nobody's ever heard of this, Shane. Go on. <laughs> yeah. The movie. I'm afraid I'm, I'm stepping Come into on. a joke the, the that interview. I don't want to happen. Come on, man. Yeah, what else you got? Yeah. Other than The Hunt. Yeah. What? About what? About. You want me to go on about The Hunt? About movies no. that have yeah, been you pulled because of. Yeah. Oh, the interview. Oh, uh, come dumb. on, dude. No one's even heard of that. Yeah. What is it? Interview with a vampire? <laughs> I wish that movie would have been pulled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This got off to a weird start today. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's a weird day. Why is it a weird day, Matt? I don't know. Because someone's been up too so late. Because <laughs> we get a text about Aladdin at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> Guys, we can't start the podcast early. I need to get some sleep. As my phone <laughs> chimes at two thirty in the morning about Aladdin. Well, why is your phone sound on? It just does that, you know. Turn yeah, that garbage off when I go to bed. Vibrate only. <laughs> Actually, I just leave it on vibrate all day anyway because yeah, I'm at too. work. Yeah. I have to, a lot of times I have no idea, yesterday especially, I was with Leland while Amber was doing her own thing. Whilst. So, I'm just trying to keep up with him, and I don't ever know where my phone is, so I gotta keep the sound on in case she needs me. Just keep it in your pocket. Yeah. What? Dude, you have pockets, That's why right? they exist. Yeah, but I'm like crawling all over the ground, why are playing you with crawling? him. Because he okay, likes it. Here, no, all right. Here's what you do. You get one of them cat toys that has like a little <laughs> ball on the end of the string, and you just do that. Or or a a laser. Just a laser pointer. And yeah. Send. 
shine it right in the baby's eyes. Burn his eyes. Ah! Okay, yeah. I'll try that. Perfect. And you have a blind baby, and everybody's happy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Good Lord, I don't know what happened here. Uh, this is Movie Review Crew. We are going to get into movie uh, Rosemary's Baby later in the episode. We also have movies coming out to DVDs on this episode and a portion of... What did you watch lately? I mean, sure. I, I didn't plan any of this. <laughs> it's fine. We'll wing it like we always do. All right. Uh, what are the movies coming out to DVDs? The big one is Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Avengers, not Avengers, apparently. More like Avengers End Lame, am I right? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen all of it. I've started watching it. I sat through that entire three-hour slog, and I was like, I... Ew. You ever see the... Uh, who are those guys on YouTube that do the visual effects? They talk about good and bad oh, effects. yeah. I don't remember the name to give Anyways. credit, but... The Corridor or corridor, something. Corridor, yeah. Anyway. Corridor crew. Yes. Yep. yep. So they were talking about Avengers and, and a problem. They were talking about using... Uh, it started with the technology that they used to put deceased actors into movies. And a, a big problem is what they call floating head because they're using a real body and trying to... It's awful in Avengers. Yeah. Is, with those yeah. nano So then suits, they talked about Avengers and how every time Tony Stark's on screen, and now that uh, he apparently can never wear his helmet because they have to show Tony Stark's face, it's just floating head on a CGI suit. It was yeah. it was worse in Infinity Wars. I feel like it was it was a bit better in Endgame, but or they it's, showed it's um, was it Bruce Banner in the armor, the big giant armor? Yeah, yes. yeah. It was yes. just a floating head. On his chin. It was bad. Yeah, not the movement it's... didn't match the suit. No, it the, that movie. If it weren't for Paul Rudd, I would have turned it off like two seconds in because he is at least entertaining. I don't know. I mean, I, I've I've kind of flipped the switch on these movies. I mean, I still don't. At this point, they are what they are. We know what they are. If you don't like them, don't watch them. And I think it's a comic book movie. It's a fine story of a a good storyline. I think all of the actors, not all, I won't say all, most of the (laughs) actors play their role pretty pretty dang well. Robert Downey Jr. was born to play Iron Man. Well, yeah, and some of them are good, but most of them are not. Like they're they're in a comic book movie for a reason. Name one. All of them except Robert Downey Jr. No, Name Chris, no, that's Chris Evans is fine as Captain America. I he think... is fine as Captain America. You just like don't ask him to Mark do Ruffalo, anything other than looks. Mark Ruffalo is a good actor. He is. He is. Actually, he is. Yeah. But and then they the got that weird, like CGI Hulk talking with Mark Ruffalo's rate like regular voice. Yes, weird. but you said that the only reason that they're in these movies is because they're comic book. Like, let's be real. Mark Ruffalo is a good Most actor. Most of them. Isn't Mark Ruffalo Oscar nominated? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it Oscar for winning, uh, Spotlight? Oh. Spotlight, yes. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, I Zodiac mean, he, would have been one that he, he would have been nominated. He is good, yeah. yeah. So don't even, like, that's a stretch. So, you're so dumb. Yeah, Channing Tatum was also nominated for an Oscar for 21 Jump Street. Should have been, at least. Yeah. Well, let's not look All right, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, really, there's not much. Actually, real quick, I'm gonna tangent again. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all see, I mean, they already they announced it a little while back, and thinking earlier June, but the movie's coming out in the next Marvel series. Oh boy, like yeah, the Eternals. <sighs> yeah, they're like, hey, we just supposedly wrapped up this thing. Well, they're starting all new. Yeah, We're gonna get God a lot more origin stories. Dude, I have. It's fine. Zero Don't watch no, It's not that I. It, the, what frustrates me the most is that these are the only movies making money. So that's all we'll ever get every summer in theaters. I don't know if 
That's a good point. I don't know if these next ones are going to make as much money. I hope not. I hope people get the fatigue and they start making other movies. You say that, but Iron Man was not a big marketable uh, uh, character before Iron Man came out. Guardians was, I mean... Yeah, nobody Nerds ever heard knew of. about the Guardians, but yeah. but nobody did, and they're huge. So you can say, and and I agree that the characters coming out aren't as marketable, aren't as well known, but it's Marvel. And and, and did you I, see they, how those nerds reacted up? at Comic Con? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what they put out. It's true. I feel all, like all of those say, movies are going to be the exact same, and no one will care. I think they're fine. They're fine. They're comic book movies. They, they're fun. It's fine. They're, like they're what, what they you are. like, but it just frustrates me that other new original things won't get made because of these. New original things don't exist. They do. They're just relegated to straight to DVD or uh, indie circuit yeah, you're award right. ceremony. Everything Scott Atkins has done has been new and original. <laughs> true. <laughs> you know I mean, dude, true. he was in an alien invasion movie that had ninjas and stuff. Yep. Hey, that's original. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. What else is coming out? Not much more. A movie called All Is True, which looks lame as hell, but has some big names. Kenneth Bran- Branagh, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen. I don't know. Some William Shakespeare bullcrap. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Didn't uh, Kenneth Branagh sure, direct probably. that? He directs crap like that. Mm. Uh, the other one that, that you might know or might have heard of is uh, The Professor and the Madman. Yeah, with, with Sean Penn and Mel Gibson. Racist Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. racist ass Mel Gibson. Racist ass Mel Gibson. Uh, about the creation of the Oxford Dictionary, which what an exciting yeah movie. seems lame, but those are two big time actors, and and yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And it's about a time traveler that goes back and tells them that words like YOLO will be added to their dictionary, and yeet. Mel Gibson gets all pissed. They added the future. To I don't know. Okay, just throwing out some of the dumbest things I could think of. Selfie. Hey, you're talking to the dude who put the word "spoopy" in his in, he did. in his art did. His review. <laughs> well, "spoopy" is an actual thing, though. Yeah, it's look not. it up. So scary, it makes you poop. <laughs> I don't. I didn't think is that was. That's spoopy? what came up. Well, when that's, I that's, not, it up. <laughs> that's not what. That's not what "spoopy" is, but. Don't talk to Google then. Well, Google doesn't know what it's talking about. Google machine is broken, obviously. Anyways, my point remains: Matt doesn't get to complain about words. Spoopy. (laughs) All right, so a thing. Anything that you will buy? Anything you'll pick up? I I know a few of us will pick up Endgame. I will watch Endgame. I'll probably try to watch the uh, Professor and the Madman just because. I mean, it sounds like just a terrible idea for a movie, but it's been getting good reviews. Nah. Yeah. It's like a murder mystery type of thing. Pass on all of that. Who done it? Yeah. Speaking of who done it, that trailer for Knives Out looks amazing. It looks all right. I'm Not excited amazing. for that movie. I'm excited for that movie. It looks great. I was excited. Then the trailer came out, and I was less excited. Ah, please. Did you say the trailer for Knives Chow? No, Knives. You tried. You, you, you waited. You waited Chow. too long. You waited too long. And, and that is a super irrelevant. Scott Pilgrim reference. It really is. <laughs> Can I get some credit for actually? Knowing yeah, that for digging deep. Yeah, yeah that's that good. character's yeah. full name. He he mm-hmm. had to think about it. No, because so, I was like, I saw the hamster running in your brain. Mm, you know that that hamster's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting news I saw: Hulu and ESPN Plus 
can be bundled with Disney's new. Yeah, really. Because Disney owns all of that. Yeah. They're going to oh, bundle so it all pay together. A, pay a, a 13 bucks. You get three of price for, yep. for all three. Interesting. Yep. I yep. may just do that. I have Hulu anyways. I'm just going to convince Brent to because I steal his. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Bar- Sorry. We borrow it some- on occasion. Hey, you're gonna yeah. need to, when he's over. When Brent does that, you're going to need to send me the login info. <laughs> <laughs> do one of those TNT edits there. I'm going to be. We're, you're going to listen to this episode and Aaron's going to say, I'm going to convince Brent because I borrow his. <laughs> no, because we're really good friends and I look out for his finances. Mm-hmm. That's what actually what's going to say. Yep. Um, but no, speaking of which, though, I was, bar- I was borrowing yep. someone's HBO account mm-hmm. while Game of Thrones, and I thought they would have it for a little while. No big deal. As soon as Game of Thrones was done, canceled. It's like, what? what is that? there anything else? Yeah, no. So, dude, they, they got a bunch of stuff on there that'd be good to watch. Name one. Chernobyl. I've heard that's True. amazing. Name another. I thought Chernobyl was like Stars or Showtime or something. Was that HBO? No, it's no, HBO. It's, yeah. Name another. Uh, Westworld. Yeah. Name another. Uh, what's the one with Matthew McConaughey? They do like the... True Detective. Yep. True yeah, Detective. Season three sucked. Did it? Yeah. I heard Marshall Ali was good. good He's good, that. but... Yeah. That went downhill though, because I don't think the second season was. As I good liked as the, the second one more yeah. than other people did. Speaking mm. of Mahershala Ali, can uh, can we jump into what I've watched lately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, first off, I'll I'll throw out that there is a review up, new review I watched, uh, 2018's Robin Hood. Mm. Oof. Mm. So yeah, go read that review. That was an adventure. Why? I didn't pick it. I didn't pick it. Oh, didn't you watch Alita too? Yup, that's where Mahershala Ali comes in. No, he's in that? Yep. yep. God, they got good people There's, in that. The, the cast is amazing. They got him, they got uh, Jennifer Connelly, uh, what's the... the I Christoph Waltz. Christoph, yeah, Christoph Waltz. He's uh, always good. Is it just as terrible as I thought it was going to be? In aspects, yes, but in, it, it's, about it's leader, exactly right? what yeah, you think it's going to be, and it has some... I, I, it's hit and miss for me. It, it's the story is is just awful. At the end, nothing is accomplished. If you're into a bunch of big spectacle CGI video game cutscene type of action sequences, I'm it's oh, so fine. If you like Marvel movies, <laughs> essentially, yeah. I mean, it's hey, can we? Does someone have a sounder ready? So remember when I said, hey Shane, would like this movie. Hey, remember who was supposed to be in charge of all the sounders? Who's got the board? Also, right I of him. yeah, you were so you were wrong. I it it was it's a fine movie. I I, re, I can respect what went into it. The action is atrocious. I mean, it's a it's all it's, it's like a YA version of a Marvel movie. Mm. It has the bullcrap love. It's just awful, mm. awful. This awful. one's directed at Matt. Oh, good for <laughs> you. I love that whole rant. That was a good rant. Yes, man. Like, if you're going to go off on somebody for <laughs> no good reason and just be a complete Hollywood a-hole, do it like Christian Bale. F-bombs at a, a poor lighting guy that... For, like, dropping a Twix. <laughs> what? What? what is... No, he... He, he, he walked what? in on the scene yeah, or something. that's right. I thought he dropped something, though, but... Yeah. Also, it's great because he... Uh, I don't know why you don't have that sounder. He throws out my name. Yeah, why the what the is Shane doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> I think 
I tried, but it wasn't high quality. I think no, I, somebody. I, I think somebody was talking over that point. I don't. Yeah, know. I tried. Um, also, to to kind of piggyback on chain uh, with the, what we've watched recently, as everybody sitting in the studio knows, but as other people who are listening to the show might not know, I watched Aladdin. Um, right, right, right. Super late at night. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And it wasn't good. <laughs> uh, Will Smith did a, did, a, did a fine job. Um, he made his performance feel like his own instead of just being a, a cheap knockoff of Robin Williams' performance. Yeah. Which is how um, it had to be done. You can't try and imitate Robin Williams. Right. Uh, but everything else about the movie was just the worst. Um, I because yep. because Schley had already seen it in theaters, and then we watched it together. Uh, and I looked over at her and I was like, "Does Gilbert Gottfried voice Iago?" And she's like, "No." And I'm like, "I'm done. I'm done right now." <laughs> um, uh, c- question because I haven't seen it. No, is Guy Ritchie's style as obnoxious as it? Has been in other movies with the slow motion and sped up and, and all that <laughs> the weird just it, it weird um, framing and it it kind of happens a little bit during one of the musical numbers, um, but overall it's not as Guy Ritchie as other movies Good. that he's done. King but, Arthur was the most obnoxiously directed movie I I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I, but the the problem with these live-action Disney remakes is that they're all just unnecessary. Except for Mulan, that one looks like it could be good. I'm yeah. keeping my fingers crossed for that. I've heard... Well, and that, that. one, they're, they're turning into... Uh, I guess not really... It's not as musical. I, I think it might not even be and a musical one's at all. actually live-action. Right. It's a and, real actor. Yeah. And it's, it's... Well, the people in Aladdin were real oh. actors. Oh. Um, sorry. Is there more about no, Mulan? No, no. Go ahead. I saw Lion King this week. Yeah, and uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely unnecessary. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I I think I give them credit for being like literally shot for shot. They didn't change a whole lot. There, there's a couple things where you're like, damn, that is exactly how it happened. The voices sound weird as hell, though. Mm. And you want to talk about? I mean, top notch, probably best I've ever seen CGI. Yes. Oh my um, god. But I don't think that helped. I no, don't think it hurt. that helped. Uh, yes, cuz I don't think the characters were able to like I mean not the actors, the actual characters on screen were mm. able to emote at all. Like there's someone was supposed to be upset. Which, it's, I it, wouldn't say at all. It's just more it's it's very very subtle. It's it's, it's realistic animal emotion. Right. Yes, it, well, but it, like it, it, if it, at all. It, it's weird that um you know the multi-billion dollar Disney company can do that with the lion king and yet all of the almost all of the cgi in aladdin is horrible like they instead of having just a real monkey for a boo it's a cgi monkey and you can very much tell that it's a cgi monkey it does not look good well but is that because it's you're trying to put a CGI thing in a right. real environment but where Lion King they they have full control over every it, aspect of the lighting. Of it could every be, but there's also it. a lot like you can tell for most of the the time if they're not on a set, you can tell that it's green screen. Like it's very obvious. Well, but, look at the difference between Jungle Book. Look at John Favreau's other one. That was that was live alongside CGI and I think that looked well, that looked really good and yeah furthermore m- might I remind you that there is an entire series about CGI 
uh, primates called War of the Planet of the Apes. Guys, where they fought alongside humans, amazing. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, no, you're right. Don't it's it's odd that Disney is so hit and miss with their CGI. Well, it feels like a lot of these movies they release the schedule for these movies, and then a lot of them just feel rushed. Oh, and I could be. I sat there watching it, and I was like, "How can look at this broke ass Disney can't get a real monkey? They got to." Well, I mean, I wouldn't terrible knock them for that, but if you're gonna do it CGI, do it. Well, Good. yeah, you can I, go get a monkey. I don't, I don't think a monkey's the right call in the, in anymore. Like, you got to have PETA on staff. PETA, sure. I mean, I don't know that they would have to be. The, no, like, they, do. they do. Yeah, that's a requirement. That's a requirement in the film industry. PETA yeah. has to be on staff to make sure any animal is that handled treated properly. humanely. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, and you got to train the monkey. Yeah. Well, that, you don't have to train the monkey. There's monkeys already trained. No, no, you no. Can you got to train. You got to. You got to push back scheduling fifteen years to train it. Fair uh, enough. I and also. We well, gotta. Go have the, I'm. I'm. I'm putting. A, I'm putting a squash on Mike's. Uh, no, monkey come rant. on. Um, Good. Good. I, I also over the weekend went and saw scary stories to tell in the dark, which my review for that is up on Two Spooky page for anybody who wants to go read it. It wasn't bad. It was pretty enjoyable. If if you if you go into it understanding that this is a movie for twelve year olds about a children's book, then you're gonna have a good time. If if you go into it expecting like an actual horror movie, you're gonna be disappointed. I think I could go in knowing it's a movie for kids and still hate it. Well, and here's it's just here's, not my thing. I never. Yeah, that that there is the statement. It, it's not that I saw the trailer and it's not. Oh my god, that looks horrible. It, it was just. Oh my god! I have no desire to see that. Mm. I'm not the target audience. It could be a fine movie. I'm sure it's it's a fine adaptation of the book, and it has the tone that they were going for. But I'm not their target audience, and I have zero interest. Yeah, and that's fair. You know, I can definitely understand why people wouldn't want to go see it. Um, but just to see, like, almost an exact recreation of the artwork on the big screen. To me, that was the draw, and it didn't disappoint in that aspect. Well, and even that, I don't. I I know I read those books as a kid, and I don't remember the stories or what it. I I remember the art style, but I wouldn't remember any specific imagery. If if it popped up on screen, I wouldn't know. Oh, really? It would it would basically be seeing it as a as a you know from a clean slate, just judging it on on its own merits. Oh, sure. I mean. I guess maybe I'm the odd one out here, but yeah. those when I was a small child growing up with those books, that artwork terrified me to no end, and it was like it's like burned into my brain. <laughs> I remember the style. The style was was creepy. I just couldn't tell you any of the specific images. Fair. Yeah. But either way, I went and saw it. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, pretty enjoyable movie. Go read my review on on our website. All right, moving uh, on from horror movies into another horror movie, Rosemary's Baby. Is it time? It is time. All right, Rosemary's Baby from 1960s. Oh, we should mention, uh, while, before we jump into this, we for this month and through September, yes. our theme is movies from before 1980. Hey, also, I don't know if you guys noticed, whoever's in charge of our website, me, is pretty on top of things. 
It's no longer listener request month. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, four months Six later. Six months later, yeah. Wow, buddy. So, You're doing yeah. good things. I mean, we are still taking listener requests. Well, yes, always. <laughs> We're just uh, not, you know. What's the, what's our website? MovieReviewCrew.com. A www, if you're dot. curious. Oh, a www. <laughs> Backslash home page. <laughs> well, you, sure. Forward uh, slash too spooky. But yes, request movies right on our homepage, guys. Um, that would be great for us. Rosemary's Baby from 1968. It's a rated R film, two hours and 17 minutes long. It's a drama horror film. A young couple moves in into an apartment only to be surrounded by peculiar neighbors and occurrences. When the wife becomes mysteriously pregnant, paranoia over the safety of her unborn child begins to control her life. Why is the pregnancy mysterious? Right. They were trying. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad synopsis, IMDb. Ooh, oh, snap. I'm pregnant. <laughs> How mysterious. What? Somebody didn't have the talk with her when she was young. Right. Like, How did this happen? <laughs> the first 20 minutes of the movie are like, man, I wish we could have children. Let's start trying specifically to have children. I, I what? Think, I'm pregnant? <laughs> I think what they're meaning to say is that the the circumstances are, are a little cloudy, it's but the the wording there rapey. makes it it makes it a little iffy. Yeah. Devil rapey. Yeah. All right. Directed by Roman Polanski, uh, written by Ira Levin. That's the novel and adapted for the screen by Roman Polanski. Starring Mia Farrow, John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon. Oscar-nominated Ruth Gordon. I think she won. Did she win? I think she won for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, Yeah. she did. This film was nominated for two Oscars in 1969, winning for Ruth Gordon Best Actress in a Supporting Role and also nominated for Best Writing Screenplay. Uh, adapted from another medium, Roman Polanski. Uh, now, I've never read the book, but the IMDb comments, the trivia, says that it's a very faithful adaptation, and they believe it's because this is one of Roman Polanski's first movie, and they don't know that he knew he could, like he had the rights to change the story, even though it was based on a, a book. Interesting. I mean, I... I kind of understand that, actually, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's your first time and you're like, hey, we're making this movie based on this material, so... Let's make it just but, based so on I, I, Like I said, I've never read the book, but apparently it's pretty uh, extremely faithful. Also, while I was watching this again, uh, it dawned on me that I wonder if this is Ari Aster's favorite movie. Oh, my it's God. It's definitely I said an Ari aster type of thing, thing with the old naked people. I yeah. said that to Heather. <laughs> and the satanic panic feel. Yeah. And the, it's, it this definitely and the had slow, to be an inspiration for, for Hereditary. And the slow oh, yeah. and boring pacing that Ari Whoa. Aster oh, the pain, There's nothing wrong with the pacing. Ugh. The film on Rotten Tomatoes gets a 99% yeah. from uh, critics, giving it an 8.81%. Gotta be one of the highest. This I've movie seen. gets out of how many love. reviews is it? Sixty nine. <laughs> nice. It's perfect. Meta- Metacritic score is ninety six, I believe. I mean, the scores and the reviews of this movie are unbelievably high. Audience score of eighty seven percent, giving it a score of eight point two six. The critics' consensus: a frightening tale of Satanism and pregnancy that is even more disturbing than it sounds, thanks to convincing and committed performances by Mia Farrow and Ruth Gordon. Well, by Ruth Gordon, yes. Uh, Mia Farrow. It only tried. says committed. She yeah, was committed. She was well, committed. <laughs> Contractually. <laughs> it. Uh, I've never seen this movie. Before really? Now. Yeah. I, I had uh, never. Don't seen you it. own it? 
No. Oh. I thought, no. I thought it was on your shelf. No, I owned uh, Doctor Strangelove is what I own for this week. Mm. But uh, this, I I understand. It's a well-made movie. It's a well-acted movie. Mia Farrow, I don't. I can't say she was terrible. She was just more annoying. There were moments where she was awful. And she, I don't know. If, like the, Women in old Hollywood, why do yes. they talk like that? Well, and it's I've just, just weird. never really been a fan of Mia Farrow to begin with. And well, she talks like a little, lowest. like a child, whiny child. Yeah, her her childlike demeanor was very annoying, very very annoying. The way she spoke, which was uh, it, it was it was like a forced way of trying to sound like old Hollywood. Innocent. Yeah, it, and, it was not semi British. Yeah, what was the accent? <laughs> I don't, she was I don't going know. For? I had to look it up. I'm like, isn't she American? Yeah, she was born in California. No reason for the semi-British accent. Uh, uh, California was colonized by the British oh, in uh, 1874. Oh, yep, yep, or yep, perhaps yep. she thought that's what o- people from Omaha sound like because her character is from Omaha. Mm, yeah. <laughs> also colonized by the British. <laughs> yep. Maybe she thinks we're just all half British. True, true. Half British farmers. Because <laughs> everybody thinks Omaha is just a giant cornfield. That is, that is true. But anyway, Mia, uh, Mia Farrow aside... Ruth Gordon was very good. She was supposed yeah. to be obnoxious, and she was. But her character—I think the who's the creepy guy? I can't remember his name Which now. Creepy the guy? guy that was the Roman. anagram Roman Polanski. Cassavetes. Oh, oh, Castavis uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like he that. He was good. Um, I don't. There wasn't anything really that stood out as great, I, other than some of the imagery and in scenes. I think my issues. Uh, I didn't like Mia Farrow's acting, but aside from her, I think my issues stem more from. The... Shane doesn't like slow movies. No, no, I that's I not like it at slow all. movies. I don't like slow movies that are a hundred percent predictable. Yeah, well, there was no we'll surprise. Get to that. And we'll get no... to that. I want to stick to the characters, uh, because my issues were not that it was bad acting. Mia Farrow was bad at times. The others, I think, it, there was zero characters with any depth in this. They were all just parts. And they were all very shallow. Ruth Gordon did fine, but it, at what point was she able to explore who this character is no, a, enough never. to earn an Oscar? It's she was fine. I'm not. I'm not trying to knock her, but her there's nothing to her character other than an accent. Wow. Well, uh, what what else was nominated in '68 or '69? Hell, we probably won't know half of them. But I'm just but, I'm just curious because if it was like a weak year for Oscars, because I, mean, I see where you're coming from, um, and and I I agree with Aaron as well that this movie is there are no surprises but I also think that's because it it's you know 40 years later and no, we've, we've no. Seen, I had no we've knowledge seen this of movie. this we've seen this movie before but that well, doesn't yeah. stop a movie from giving and, presenting ambiguity and it's, ambiguity and it's not only that it's predictable and that you know 100% of the time what's going to happen and what's it's that we are given so many obvious, just hit over the head with clues, yet our idiotic, childlike mm-hmm. heroine, if you want to call her that, of this movie, is oblivious. How is she not catching on to yeah. these same obvious signs that we're given the whole well, time? I mean, she did say, this isn't a dream, this is really happening. She's- well, I mean, but, like, and then she it takes her the next two hours of movie when the husband's acting like an obvious accomplice to this whole thing to be like, Oh my God! You're involved. Oh, what? It, it it is a problem that she is our representative. Uh, the uh, the audience perspective is, is from her point of view. 
And when we very clearly know what's going on and she doesn't, it hurts the movie because then then we have this movie slogs through this investigation, if you want to call it. She's finding all these clues. It just takes way too long to get to the point that we know it's getting to. And and that's not always a problem because, like you said, movies tend to be that way. I, ideas aren't original anymore. We've seen this. We've seen similar movies with similar themes, similar ideas. The problem comes with the lack, the complete lack of tension or anything to invest in. There's no tension. I mean, you want to talk about, I don't mind slow movies. And I compare this to Ari Aster. I hated Midsummer because there was no tension. I On the flip side, Hereditary was a slow, slow movie filled to the brim. Every scene was tense. That we movie knew. was bonkers. And it's because you cared about these char- the characters in that movie and dreaded what was about to happen to them. Yes, in this it- movie, I I disliked the main character so much that I truly didn't care <laughs> what happened to her or her baby for that, that matter. I mean that 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 is fair. And it doesn't rope didn't rope me in I guess not even emotionally, but, but you have but a bunch of old people chanting "Hail Satan!" Like that immediately elevates the movie to the ending like, was perfect. F- <laughs> I think the ending was great. Once she walked into that other house, I think that was great. It took. You're also you also have to remember though where this is a room full of uh, not exactly the most um, God fearing people. So to uh, in the '60s to people that are just so extremely religious, the idea of Satanists getting a hold of people's and the, children and, and, you know, that's kind of a scary thing. And the thought, fact that they are, they are not, when you think of Satanists in movies, a lot of times they're, they're these, these Yeah, it's just everyday the people yeah, the, and they're I mean, everywhere. This is, this is a doctor and your next door neighbors that yeah. look like the old nice elderly couple. And I understand that and that's fine. I just think it was presented in a way that, First of all, wasn't ambiguous enough. There, there should have been. I should have felt it should have been one of those "is it or isn't it" type of movies. Is this some sort of Satanist cult trying to take her baby, or is, it or is she going mom nuts? Paranoia. Yeah, it, and there wasn't enough of that gray area to play in to where we know straight away, yeah, what's going on, and it takes an hour and a half for her to figure out what we know. Yeah, and I, there's not enough that happens to to. Keep it engaging. That is a, that is a fair criticism of the movie, and maybe I've just got my nostalgia glasses on, um, but it's it's not as unbearable to me as it apparently is to you guys. Not, it's unbearable. not unbearable. It's just uh, kind of annoying that and way too long. You could have trimmed the easy half that, hour off. That of this. I will agree with. This is yeah, a super how, long movie, and and most of what could have been trimmed was just repetition. Like, yep. We get it. This. These people are feeding her this drink. We get that that's not mm-hmm. on the up and up. We right. don't have to see it 20 times. Right. Also, um, I I think the theme was portrayed well, uh, but it was also interesting to watch this movie this many years later to see the, the family dynamics and, and how the role of women. I mean, that was a huge theme of, of the movie, but to see it played out like that and to see that, that's normal. That relationship was awful. Oh yeah. I mean, that was just a awful, awful relationship, and and but that was her role, and that was expected. That that was that was the norm, and that the '60s, man. Right. I mean, that's uh, 
she was treated so horribly and that's part of the horror i think but it's also maybe now but not right not yeah in that's the 60s, what i mean like that it, that that to me was more effective than than half the stuff like oh my god then this guy's presenting like it's a huge gift to her like sorry that i'm junk and you get to stay home and be locked away all day and do nothing, but here's my gift to you. I'm going to give you a baby. Right? Like, He's like, oh, what hey. What the hell? Sorry that you got raped by the devil after you passed right. out, but you're pregnant now. That's what you wanted, right? Well, like, you, his, his, his way of covering up that she got raped by the devil was like, hey, you passed out drunk. I still did you, though, in your sleep to try and give you a baby. You're welcome. What the f- Right? What? Like, wait, what? In, in what world is that okay? He, like, that's your cover-up? Like, no, the devil didn't rape you. I did. It's fine, baby. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. Get out of here. Right? <laughs> she got claw like, marks any, on her. Like, don't worry. I trimmed damn. my nails after I raped you. Yeah. Like, what? any 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 person in their right mind would have been like, all right, I'm out. Bye. Right. Like, <laughs> it was that, there were so many instances of that where it's like, what a horrible, horrible situation this woman's in. Take away the whole devil baby thing. This woman needs help. Right. This relationship is horrible. I mean, he just controlled her like he's her father, and it was that was the yeah. worst thing to watch to me. Like the, 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 the way the way that uh, he like manipulates her into keep going absolutely. back to the um, to the old people's apartment, like in the whole like don't read. You there's don't, a, there's don't a lot read of like, books. don't read books, especially not this book. Give it over and and go drink your tea. Like, right? Oh my god! I'm gonna put this book hell? up on the top shelf where you can't reach it. Like, come and on! He just throws away. A book. Oh, just, I, I threw away your book that your dead friend gifted you. That Didn't was, think it was a big deal. Right? <laughs> that I was wasn't the thinking about that. Thing to watch to me is just the the way this woman was treated. Aside from the fact that they're using her baby for the devil, like, uh, well, yeah, whatever, your baby's a devil, but my God, get some help, right? <laughs> this is horrible. Also, for the you. idea that the devil can appear in like physical form just to rape a woman, but then, like, why not do other stuff? <laughs> like, you're the devil. These people are worshiping. Like, you only come to this world in physical well, form to and it may not have been a woman. It may not have been in, uh, the physical form. It. it the images were were abstract enough that it may have not physically happened. Well, it may have the claw marks. That may have been him. I mean, it, it's that part was ambiguous enough. I I, I sincerely doubt the devil literally came Ooh. and and banged her. I don't think that happened. You never know. You never know. Maybe, maybe he was like, I only got like thirty minutes of in this physical form. Let's do it. And, <laughs> And, my, and he picked me a pharaoh. My little <laughs> and he picked me a pharaoh. My little lizard baby can rule the world or whatever their plan was. Uh, also, can we talk about how this is apparently the uh, inspiration for the world's worst haircut and the feminist <laughs> symbol of <laughs> ugh the, the pixie cut? Good lord, that was a hideous haircut. And everybody in the movie, every time she walks anywhere. God, you look terrible. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she does. Well, I think it, it was it was that haircut plus she looked her... like a ghost because she was sick. Yes, like I think that those two things combined made her look awful. I think just the haircut alone, if she had looked normal, nope, nope. is a little bit more forgivable. But I don't know. I mean, she definitely looked like a corpse for most of that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And you could tell it was just like white makeup on her face because the rest of her body was normal color. But it was done <laughs> fine. I, it, was... it was a well-made movie. I actually thought we and were in little... for a treat with the opening of the movie. It was pretty cool with the, uh, I don't know, almost like lullaby-like song over the The music credits. in this movie is really, really good. I do uh, like that. At times. It's, it, it's, I guess it fits the movie, but it, it's very dated and... and I didn't like it during some of the ending when when she's trying to get into the door and running away that whole tense kind of chase scene if you mm-hmm. will. But I I hated the music during that. <laughs> I despised it. It was horrible. Uh I mean it's a dated movie. Yep. And, and I think that makes it I think I enjoyed I I shouldn't say enjoyed. I think to me that was that was the harder aspects to watch is is just her role in the '60s as a a stay at home as a as a but housewife. Even basically. then, though, who cares about that character enough that that matters? I, it I was mean, just, it was it not necessarily even her character, just just her as as a representative of of women in the '60s and and how she was treated and portrayed. That was like, oh my god, this is this is normal. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it, as a horror movie, it. That didn't do anything for me. No, no scares. Whether it was physical scares or emotional, mental, and the psychological aspect yeah. wasn't done well enough. No. I, I, I think. Man, I mean, it, it, it definitely, uh, it hasn't aged as well as some of the other horror movies from that time. Like if you if you put this. Uh, next to like The Exorcist, The Exorcist has aged much better than this movie has. Well, I, but... I put it not even just the way it aged. I just the scare. It's kind of like the Body Snatchers movie, where like I I get it. I I understand the message you're yeah, it, trying it, to deliver. It's just plain. It tries to not scare scary. you through themes, kind of similar to the Body Snatchers, and it's like I, I get what you're saying. And all right. That thought is like, okay, that could be scary, but what you're showing me is not tense or thrilling or scary. Or at least the way you're showing right. it is not effective. And, and which movies are are difficult to make tense or scary? I mean, look at look at Suspiria, True. both versions. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not fair to compare this movie. To I think it's very Suspiria fair. Suspiria is literally the worst movie I've ever seen. I think it's very this this at least. And especially the the remake of Suspiria that's set in the seventies, I think this is similar in in ways. Uh, Matt, were you on Twilight? No, <laughs> I, I, I was not. Yep, Mike I was wins. not on Twilight. Yeah, in a vampire baseball game, Matt. Yeah, full. And I can only play in the middle of a thunderstorm <laughs> I'm, I'm with just, the I'm, worst I'm just, blue lens. I'm not. Thing. What? I'm the not hell saying. What's going on with that scene? I'm not saying that Suspiria was the worst movie ever made. I'm saying it's the worst movie that I have Fair personally enough. seen. Do yourself a favor though and watch Twilight. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Oh, d- I, I mean, don't. I, hang look, on. look, 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 look. I know that Matt. you're about to. I know you're about to throw Star Wars Episode One at me. You I would gave rather, it a zero. I would rather watch that than Suspiria, though. You gave it a zero. I would have given Suspiria a zero if I thought I could. You also gave a movie called Absentia a zero. Yes. <laughs> oh God, that, that was one. better than a zero. I look, Matt. If, if I hold on, no, hold no, 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 no. If no, I had no, known, I if I had here. known at the time that zeros were possible, I would have given Suspiria a zero. That's why I only gave it a point two five. Okay, what about Nell? Ooh, 
I'd rather watch Nell. I mean, Nell's more scary. It's <laughs> hilarious too. Matt, you have four movies rated below Suspiria. Well, Pootie Tang. I just, oh, I cool. just said wow. that if I could have given, if I thought that zeros were okay, I would have given Suspiria zero. Matt, I hate that movie with a passion. You would have given it negative. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't I, he try to give it a negative four and we wouldn't let him? Was that like that I, movie? I, maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Any, well, anyways, anyway. let's, let's get back yeah. to uh, uh, Rosemary. But babies. yeah, no, no, no. You're you're correct though that that largely. Which movies do have a hard time being scary? The yeah. only the only movies that I, I feel have effectively pulled that off are The Witch and the Witch. Uh, and Hereditary. Well, because The Witch was less about the witches and more about the impact physically and psychologically well, on this and, family. And it was ambiguous. It, that's if this movie had had no, that. It wasn't. So, yes, it was. I mean, was. they straight up showed you a witch five minutes in and said, "Hey, this is who's doing it." Right, but is is she a witch or is the is it kind yes. of that? okay? Yeah, the, well, the devil manifests and appears to. No, they kept it ambiguous in the fact, like which part of the because all the family members are turning on each other. Right, Anyways, this that, isn't that's what I'm talking about. It, that, if this but. had that sort of, is she is she losing it or is she a witch? Kind of, it, this was just very clearly. We know what's going on. Yeah, I mean they they aren't subtle, and I I agree with you that they probably could. But again, you know, bringing it back to to what Aaron was saying um, at the top of the show that Roman Polanski didn't really take any liberties with the source material, and I have also never read the book, so I can't really compare. But maybe it's just not a good book. I mean, they shouldn't have made a movie out of it. Well, but in, I, in books, it's easier to go inside the heads of people, and and maybe that. Maybe her, her thought process just wasn't portrayed well enough. Who knows? Maybe but. I mean you're all you're all making very fair criticisms. Uh, to me, why I, I why I enjoy this movie so much, um, honestly, is it spoils down to a bunch of old people saying "Hail Satan." That's, that. <laughs> hey, that scene, that end scene was was good. I, it was that. Was, I wish there was more scenes like that. It was it was. At least enjoyable. What was up with that Asian guy just being like a super creep? He just turns to her and like pushes a button on his camera. Like, hey, I'm here to take pictures. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing here, you creep? Uh, let's talk about Roman Polanski's directing. Uh, he's re- uh, very highly regarded as a director, but this was... It was a very well-made movie. It, but if it was... It, to me, it felt more like a competently made movie than a no. great achievement. There were a, there were a lot of really good shots in the movie. Um, all the framing, like I liked the way that this movie was framed. Um, everything fit nicely on the screen. It, it, it's not like some horror movie, like like most horror movies are shot for efficiency, and this had more of an artistic yes, feel to compared it. Compared to compared to most. You know, rush job, low budget horror movies. Yes, it, this was this was an actual movie and, and more artistic than than your typical you know slasher or B B movie horror movie. But still, it, I there weren't any shots, there weren't any things that that wowed me. Mm. I mean, I, well, I yeah, I mean, this could have been directed by by any number of directors. But again, I think that that might be because. 
this movie came out in 1968, and and there have been so yeah, we many. We watched Bullet, and I was I was in, incredibly impressed by the, fil- the film. Man, filmmaking has is, uh, come such a long way since then that yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't be impressed. There by. are impressive movies in the 60s. There are things that people did back then that were groundbreaking and and different than. And what I was don't done. even necessarily expect groundbreaking. This was this was it was just fine. Yeah, I um, should have just and, picked and a and new it didn't hope. Have, I'm sorry, guys. It didn't have. It no. didn't have. No, uh, no, no, like a signature style. It didn't have something that would set him apart from other directors. You guys wanted me to call this up a, a while ago. Oscars from nineteen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Ruth Gordon. Ruth Gordon uh, won Best Actress in a Supporting Role. I haven't heard of any other ones. I know Aaron has heard of Rachel. Rachel. Yep. Paul That's Newman. Paul Newman directed. His wife uh, uh, won an Oscar for that. Rachel Ray biopic. <laughs> Did she? Joanne Before she was <laughs> even born, <laughs> or she was nominated at least. Yes, she okay. was nominated. Uh, but also best actresses in a supporting role: uh, Kay Medford for Funny Girl, Sandra Locke for The Heart Is a Lonely Hunter, and Lynn Carlin. Pretty for sure she Faces. was married to Clint Eastwood. Okay, and had some of his babies. Um, but this is Devil a this is a good year for Oscars though. Two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Uh, Oliver. Oh, another boring Cooper. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was also the year for Bullet. Yeah, this was the same uh, cinematographer as Bullet. Really? The uh, Rosemary's Baby was. And it's Planet of the Apes year as well. So hmm. this was a, a strong year for Oscar. I wish Mia Farrow would have said, Get your hands off me, you damn dirty Satanists. <laughs> I would have made this. A I see what movie. he did there. You did it. You actually <laughs> did it. Damn you. Damn you all to hell. There were times she went over the top and crappy like that. Yeah. Man, she was... She was... This is like the the most egregious instance of forced acting I've seen in a, in a while. In, in movies that we've watched, like, she, was, she was trying so hard to f- sound like an actress. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't get what her, uh, she was going like she, for. She definitely is on my like top five least favorite actresses list like right but so right behind so Shelley Duvall and, and like right she... behind Shelley Duvall <sighs> I wouldn't she's not that bad wasn't but... Mia Farrell only famous because she was married to Sinatra I don't know I don't think she was ever like a I mean I guess she I, was nominated I've for never awards, I've I never guess, seen any of her other movies and I yeah. I looked her up on IMDb to see what else she's done and they all look like movies bad. I wouldn't want to see I just I know she was married to Sinatra, and I think it was only for like a, a day. short amount of time. Which which do you think lasted longer, uh, that marriage or Miley Cyrus? No, oh, that's no. Uh, he was hey. Liam Hensworth. Sorry, buddy. Where was I going? Britney Spears. No. Oh. Uh, Anybody else in Hollywood? Kim Kardashian and that was my next Chris guess. Humphreys. Yeah. I don't know who they that were is. for like a week. He's a basketball player, yeah. really bad, really bad. Can basketball rebound, player. but do nothing. I wouldn't else. know Dude. really good basketball players. Dude, but they, I, it, I think they're. I they know. Less I know like one. Days. I know one. Yes, Michael Jordan. There he is. Attaboy. Hey, I know that basketball player guy too. Oh, they talking about marriage. Oh, I know another one. Yeah, Bugs up? Bunny. There he Ooh. is. Dude. This dude yeah. knows his sports, son. Uh, Who said Matt doesn't know sports? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, rate it. We're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. What do you rate it, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I have a hard time because I know, I know it's well made, and I know that maybe 
I guess it's not my fault that I don't like this character. They made me not like this character. It was just not fun to sit through because of her and because of the predictability and zero tension, zero mystery. I, I it, To me, it's just a completely average movie out of five. Just kind of... Oh, I should also, um, Margaret, if you're listening, because I'm pretty sure this is like her favorite movie ever. So I'm sorry in advance for what uh, Aaron and Shane are Listen, if you like this movie, that's fine. Everybody in the world apparently loves (laughs) this movie. It's got (laughs) some of the highest ratings I've ever seen. This hasn't been the first time when we've gone against the greatest. (laughs) And that's the good thing about movies. I mean, I like a lot of movies that people... Shane watched Avengement. I loved Avengement. Ugh. And I'm pretty sure Shane's favorite movie is Hard Target. Not favorite, but the best movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you rate it, Matt? Uh, so, Aaron, what did you give it? He gave five. it a five. Five? Yeah. Here, do you want me to say yeah. it like Mia Farrow? Five. <laughs> All right. Uh, Whoa, Mia Farrow, when did you get here? Matt, what did you, what did you give it? Uh, so I'm giving this movie an eight. I, I love this movie a lot. And, and the, it does have flaws. Uh, absolutely, Mia Farrow being... You know the biggest flaw of the. Oh, movie. you mean the character that's on screen one hundred percent of the time that sucks ass? <laughs> yeah, Whoa. they they definitely could have got a different actress for this movie, and it probably would have made it a lot better. But you know, it's still a very well made movie. I still enjoy it, um, even if the story isn't anything that we haven't already seen before. But it was it was new at the time. And and it explored themes at the time that people thought were scary. It's just that we have been so desensitized to that kind of thing, and and filmmaking has come such a long way that there are better examples of the same kind of story now. Uh, but I can't fault the movie for that because this came out in 1968. Eight. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm eight out of ten for me. Okay, you're right. It's well made. That's about all it has going for it. It's not effective. It's not effective, at least to me. It wasn't effective in what it was trying to portray. It, it was not effective as a horror movie or it as was, a drama. It was not. Yeah, it was not effective as a psychological horror like it like it wants to be. It nothing about this movie was effective. I I wasn't invested in any manner. The characters are all completely underdeveloped. It's way too long. Way what you probably could have cut out forty five minutes and just made this an hour hour fifteen or an hour thirty whatever. I do uh, agree with that. They they definitely could have trimmed some stuff out. And the acting is is fine for the most part, but the main character, like I said, who's on screen one hundred percent of the time, is awful. I there's no connection for me. It's not effective. Uh, man. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I don't. I don't like this movie. Sorry, Margaret. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm. It, 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 nothing about it worked for me. I can respect the 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 directing and and the stuff behind it, but it did not work. Five point eight four is the final score. C minus. C minus. Um. Let's play a quick game of pop quiz, asshole. This or. Star Wars Episode Eight. This. Oh, that's I'd the Last ra- Jedi, right? Yes. I'd rather watch the Last Jedi, and I don't like that movie much Pass. either. Wait, is it the Last Jedi? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, one, two, three. I, no, I understand. Four, five, six, seven, An- then yeah. eight. A you, New Hope, Empire you, Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Okay. 
I was getting six and eight mixed and then up. There was they have very similar names. Then there was episode seven, A New New Hope. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, and then episode eight, Ryan Johnson screws J.J. Abrams' story. <laughs> did we Did we give this your bats? Yeah, pass. Okay. <laughs> v for Vendetta. That, oh, God, oh, and man, that's not I, good either. I hate that movie. I go Rosemary's I still watch Baby. that, though, I think. UHF. UHF, 100% yeah. of the time. And I don't like that one either. I love that movie to death. <laughs> the Strangers. Oh, God, we're really in this territory, huh? Oh, jeebus. The Strangers Path. is shorter. Yeah, fudge, I don't think I'll watch that. Because like, Ro- I, I like Rosemary's Baby, but not enough to watch, watch it. it ever again. Well, no, just not enough to watch it more than like once every like 10 years. Who's worse, Mia Farrow or what's her name in The Strangers? Mia Farrow. Mm. Me if I'd rather watch yeah. The Strangers. The Village. I'd rather the Village. Hundred oh, percent. Oh, yeah. uh, I've never said this before, but I'd rather watch The Village. At least you got. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> At least you got Joaquin Phoenix. Like, there's there's a lot of uh, so, and don't don't get me wrong. There's a lot of movies that I'm going to to say I would rather watch over rosemary's baby but i still feel that rosemary's baby is a better movie than most of these it's just such I, a i think it is such a long movie i think that's where our grading differs is i'm placing it much more an em- of an emphasis on on its effectiveness than its craftsmanship matt gave rosemary's baby an eight yes and the village a three and yes we picked the village because it's shorter mike i don't think you understand better. this movie is better. like two and a half hours long Nobody can hear you, Brent. <laughs> Brent said the village seems like it's two and a half hours long. Uh, last one we'll do is God. <laughs> yep. My my uh, like options are really bad here. Oh, Battle Royale. Battle oh, Royale. Yeah, oh, Battle oh, Royale. Is, I think Battle Royale is a much better movie than Battle Rosemary's Royale. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave it a better score too. Battle Royale. Battle Royale is a great movie. Battle Royale. <laughs> I love Battle Royale. Stop Battle it. Royale. <laughs> hey, you guys remember Battle Royale? Battle Royale. <laughs> All right, guys. So 5.84 for uh, Rosemary's Baby. Join us online at moviereviewcrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. We are doing movies before 1980. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm, movies made mm-hmm. in 1980, we can't do it. No. Nope. 1979 or before. That's what pre-1980 means. I mean... Also, thank you you to... (laughs) uh, Huge huge shout out to whoever requested Screamers. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to watch that movie. Did someone request... Battle Royale! No, we already did Battle Royale. Battle Royale! (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. MovieReviewCrew.com request movies right on our homepage. Hey, Mike, what type of game is Fortnite? Battle Royale! Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, okay. Is there anything else? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, join us on Thursday for a review of Doctor Strangelove. Or how I've learned, learned to, to love, love the bomb. Yeah. Aaron, do you know what you're picking for the next week? I've got some ideas. I want to run a few past you. I'll do that off. All right. Yeah. Off. They're all well, probably going to be Paul Newman movies. If you want to know... Uh, what we'll be reviewing next week. You just case- snore Paul Newman and you made us watch Rosemary's Baby? Battle Royale. <laughs> Battle Royale. Uh, if, if you guys want to know what movies we'll be doing next week uh, so you can watch them before you listen, go to our upcoming page. I'll have that updated with uh, what what Aaron and I 
decide to choose because we don't know yet. I have no idea. Battle Royale. Let's just watch that again. All right. Yeah. So moviereviewcrew.com. Uh, someone on the show. Tell your friends. Battle Royale. Hey guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a sir. I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.